Rambam, the end of the fourth paragraph of Yisraeli Torah, and we spoke about how he says, having explained to us a certain amount of understanding on how the world works, the Rambam sums up by going back to where he began, and he says it's not something which everybody is meant to elaborate on too much, it's what he calls Maisim Rekava, and therefore it's the Paradise, which only a select few were meant to delve into, and he says it's more important for people to learn uh, the Halakha and the Gemara than, the, than, than spend time in Maisim Rekava, and he saw a number of reasons, he said even though the Gemara calls uh, the discussions of Abayin Rava, which means the Talmud, to be a Dava cotton and the Maisim Rekava to be a Dava Gadol, so, but nevertheless, the person should love the Dava cotton first, now we said, number one, it trains a person's mind to think in an abstract way, which was, it was necessary for understanding Kabbalah. Number two, which we got stuck on the, you know, got up to last night, the Ram says, that learning Halacha is the Tzayva Hagdoyla, Shishpiyah Kadosh Baruch Hu Yishav HaOilam, Kedalin Chochayilam Abba. That's the Tzayva that Hashem gave in order for us to be Zayv Tzayilam Abba, and therefore that precedes Maisim Rekava. And you ask the question, does that mean to say that there isn't a, an Oilam Abba for learning Maisim Rekava? It's also the Torah, it's the Pneus of Torah. So for sure a person gets Adam for that as well. And what he means is, when he says it's, it's not just the Torah of learning the Torah, but rather learning uh, the Halacha is the Torah which is the Yishuf HaOilam In other words, learning about Kabbalah doesn't directly set up how a person is meant to live here in this world. It's learning about that world, it's learning about the world of the spiritual. Whereas the learning Halacha is is how to leave how a person is meant to live in this world. And therefore, the Ram says that if a person can learn two parts of Torah, a person can learn a part of Torah which is going to influence practically his uh, his uh, way he conducts himself here in this world, or a person is going to learn a part of Torah which is uh, also Torah, but it's, it's not practical to what he does. It's something uh, which doesn't really attach or affect his, his actions or his daily a routine, what he, the, how he, or how he does things, so then there's a priority for the Torah which is going to uh, affect how he does things. That comes first. You need the Torah first to explain him what to do, and after you can go to other parts of the Torah which don't directly impact on what he does. And therefore, not dafka the balance of Negla and Nisla. According to the same line of reasoning, the first of the option of learning Arachayim uh, or learning Kachim, Arachayim should come first. That's something which affects much more practically. The Yishuv Ha'ilam, which means what people need to do to live in this world, and it has to take precedence of the parts of the Torah which are less practical for us in okay, And that's why I said the second reason why this should come before learning Kabbalah. And, and therefore, he says, when it comes to the practical part of the Torah, the Efshashi Adam Hakol, everybody can have the part of the Torah, God and the cotton, whether they're old or they're young, Ishba Isha, man or a woman, Baal Dei Bracha, or Baal Dei person who can think very deeply, we call the Debrachov, and someone who doesn't think so deeply. When it comes to knowing the halacha, everybody can learn it the same way. And here you see a Mephorish Rambam, that learns it from the halacha too. And therefore he says they can learn the halacha, learn halacha just like men can. And therefore even though the Rambam is one who says that a person shouldn't teach his daughters Gemara, but Lema'at Sahalacha, it's not that there's no problem to teach them, there's probably even no reason to teach them, a chiyah to teach them the Shana Halacha too. Where did the Rambam get this? From the Chazah. Chazal said in the time of Chizkiyahu HaMelech, where he made a nationwide drive to make sure everybody's going to learn Torah and learn Torah exclusively. It says that they bought Kumudon by Beersheva throughout the length and breadth of Israel, and they didn't find a Tinoch but a boy or a girl who weren't back in Hilchastama. 
So you see, even the little girls learn halacha, and it's almost complicated, but they need that too. And therefore the Raman says that it's a, halacha is something which is open to everybody to learn, and everyone's expected to learn, as opposed to Kabbalah, which not only is not just meant for not, not ladies, it's not meant for many men as well. That's meant for the select few. And therefore the part of Torah which is meant that is, as a basis, everybody has to know, comes first. Now, based on that, let's come back to what we said before. The Gemara says learning the discussions of the Talmud is a double cotton, and learning Kabbalah is a double gadol. Why is it like that? So one could say this is a bigger chaylek, and it's a deeper chaylek. But without it, there's another reason to And that is, when you talk about what's a, if you talk about what somebody does, you say, wow, that's like something big. What it really means is something most people wouldn't do. If a person does something, which most people do the same thing, if they're in the same circumstances, so you can say it's a good thing he did, but what's the big deal? Anybody would do that. Anybody would do that. It's not something unusual. It's not something exceptional. It's something understand. It's something which is regular. That's not a big deal. Whereas if someone does something which which is unique, then you say, wow, that's... no." And, and this is an example. If you talk about a bacha, and you say, you know, this bacha, he, he learned the full first letter every day. Okay, it's a good bacha, but we, don't, we aren't amazingly impressed by it because as we expect every good bacha to do. But if you tell me this bacha learns a full four hours every morning, including Friday and Shabbos, then I say, wow, that's impressive. That's something which most people aren't doing. And the Mephoshim explains the same idea over here. And that is being as the halacha, or the, the Talmud, is there for everybody to learn. So the fact that Rabbi Yechon bin Zakeh mastered the Talmud is a davakot. He wasn't the only one. Okay, so he knew the Talmud also very nice. We expect people to finish us, especially the God Lada. So it's considered a davakot because it's not something unique. It's a big achievement, but it's not unique. Whereas to say that you need Masim recover, that's a davakot. Because since so much fewer people know that, so the fact that someone knows it, that's much more of a wow, that's much more of a big deal. And that's what the Gemara calls it a davakot. Okay, but the Ram says that it might be a Davagadal because it's less learned or less well known, but it doesn't make it more important. On the contrary, it's Dafka where everybody knows or is what everybody's meant to know, which is the which is more important, and that's why I shall want everyone to know. Okay, so that's the side of the Ram we said over here, and that is that even though there's a Makam to be going to the paradise, it only comes after it only comes after the the learning and the knowledge of the halachas of the Torah. So why does Ram bring it right at the beginning? So as Ram says, I'm only bringing a tiny taste of it. He doesn't bring us. He says himself, I'm not, you're not allowed to teach the paradise. And therefore, what he's teaching is just like a, a, a glimmer, a taste, something of it. And why is he doing it? It's like he explained. So that that way a person can come to understanding of the mitzvahs of Avenir and the Munna, whatever it is. And therefore, looking at the world around us is the way to to develop a person's avicishim, like he explains. A person feels overawed by the amount of chachmah and how much did Hashem put into for him. And same thing the era. When a person sees how much greater than he is, everything around him is, then the person stands that, understands that his being in front of Hashem, he feels very Yerusharemus. He feels how much greater Hashem is than he. And that's why to learn it just to get to that result isn't really any my recover. It's just to awaken the understanding and the appreciation that brings the person to be Mukhaim these two mitzvahs. Now, we asked the question yesterday, we finished with that. The Ram, the first time we spoke about it, very base. So, there the Ram says, there the Ram says that the Yira is that a person thinks of himself as something insignificant, a vriya, katanish, fela, va, fela, 
very unintelligent, is only definitely in this. Someone standing before the perfect knowledge, Hashem. And therefore we understand that you're in front of Hashem. And over here, when Aaron repeats it, so he asks the question, he doesn't talk about being afraid because he feels himself insignificant to Hashem. Rather, he says over here, he should be afraid of his his lowliness and his emptiness and his worthlessness. When he compares himself to other things Hashem created. And we asked yesterday, why is the fact that I compare myself to other things, Malachim or other spiritual things, and consider them to be greater than me? Why is that a, a level of Yerushimai? Because it's here of other things. It's not that I'm thinking Hashem is greater than me. I think Malachim are greater than me. Or other things are greater than me. And the result of that is, is a person feels himself as something which is full of embarrassment and empty. What's that? Uh, why is that a kim of Yerushalayim? The very Yerushalayim is that a person sees himself as how great Hashem is. So the answer is, and that's what I himself beforehand, when he said that a person sees himself as being insignificant in front of Hashem. Why? He says, brings the possible David and Melech. And David says, I see your, the heavens that you created. To the moon and the stars. And then I see that, compared that you created a person, so then I say, What's the value of a person that you should think about? It? That, in other words, compared to the size of everything else you've created, David and Melech already makes the sun gush. And what's the feeling a person is meant to have? What's the feeling a person is meant to have? Um, let's think about it. Ba'atsim, a person, as you know, is a tachis abriya. Hashem created the world for a person. And if that's the case, everything in the cosmos and everything in the spiritual world too revolves around the person, which was the reason of creation. So for the person to think that compared to HaKadosh Baruch nothing is true. But if I look at the whole briya around me, so I think it's bigger than me, I think I'm small by comparison, no, I meant to think that this is all here for me. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the most important factor there is. So why would a person feel bushra and klima when he sees things around him? Uh, whether it's going to be the malachim or whatever else it's going to be, why would that bring a person to that feeling of bushra or klima? A feeling of embarrassment, a feeling of uh, worth, like feeling unworthy? So, here's the insight. And that is, the Ram doesn't say it in a connection to things which are much bigger than him. He talks about levels. Let's look at the words carefully. He says, Where's the verses? 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 When he lands himself up to one of the other gufas, the entities which are Kaddosh, because the big things which are Kaddosh, because the big things which are Kaddosh, he talks in comparison of the Malach. So we assumed that what he meant was simply that the Malach is stronger than me, the planets are bigger than me. That's not the point. Like we said, the fact that they're bigger doesn't mean that they, they're more valuable. That's the person, they can point to the prayer. So what's, what is the Yira? The Yira is that he sees that these things are more Kaddish and more Torah than him. When he sees that the, the Gufas HaKadoshim or the Tzuras HaTzahoros, the fact that they're in the high level of Kaddish and Tzahoros, because, and this is the point, it doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be like that. The, the, the person can get to a level where he's more Kaddish. The Shama person is more than that. But now he's gone into not just discussing the physical world I see around me, 
now he's gone into discussing the spiritual world. And he says what it brings, what it gives to a person, what it brings the person to, is when he sees the level of a malach. And then a person thinks about himself, why am I not like a malach? So that's a certain busha. You could be there too. A person can get to a level of ruchness like that. And therefore he's, he's adding what he said before. Looking at the physical world brings a person to a fear of Hashem. Looking at the spiritual world brings a person to a feeling of, I'm, I'm, I'm setting my sights on what, what I could be. Levels of Kedusha or Tara which are greater than me that I could be, and then I feel chaser, I feel empty, I feel like I'm missing something, because I don't feel I'm on that level. And that's also a part of, the, again, what's going to be the era, which is the motivation which I feel compelled to do, is because I feel to comp- if I'm created to be this prime, the, the prize, so to speak, of the Bria, then Batson are created to be more Kaddish than everything else. And if I feel that the things which are more Kaddish than me, then I feel I'm unfulfilled. And then that's a push to work on myself, to, to, to get to that stage where I can say that uh, the, that the Nisham of Moshe was more Kaddish than anything else. When they are, when, uh, when Nanach Havavis came to say to Moshe, I want that we have time to die, even better Shemayim, the Midrash says, the Moshe and the Shemayim said, I'd rather stay in the body of Moshe. It's, it's more Kaddish here than Shemayim. It's a tremendous thing to say. But that's the feeling that a person gets from understanding the spiritual part of the Bria, and that is that the fact that I'm not holding by the Ruchim I'm meant to be holding by. That's the second element of your Shemayim.